I I don't want to I don't want to be this guy, but I'm gonna be this guy. Guys, you ruined everything for me. You came in here. I'm sitting nice and comfortable in this studio, and then you turned up the burger lights. This is one of those places they've got multiple versions of lights in this studio. One is like the overall, like you're gonna get a suntan. Then they got the burger lights. If you keep the burger lights around the middle, you know the ones that heat the burgers on the on the the buffet lines. Yes. Then it's all right. You turn it up like two notches. I'm in here sweating my butt off. I don't know why. It's because I'm under the burger lights. Burger lights, man. I don't want you to be talking to me in the dark. I Listen, it's not you. You know, you're the big head honcho, Tommy Corporate. Get me a new studio built with better lighting. After the whole dance after dark thing earlier this month, yeah, well, anything involving I, dark and conversations that you and I am trying to avoid. I find that perfect between... Sweating, like just before sweating, like I, have the, I had the lights set to just before perspiration and you came in here like, oh, you're in the dark. And you start flipping every light switch under the sun. And I'm like, no, stop it. And you're like, too late. <laughs> and you're on your way. Take that electric bill. Yeah, I don't pay this bill. <laughs> Try to find the thermostat and like turn up the AC in here maybe or something. Give me a fan. I don't know. Um, It's hot though. It's very warm. It's hot. It's hot. You know, it's hot. It was heating up. New York Yankees. That's what's heating up, baby. You know what I'm saying? Aaron Judge about to come back. Looks like he'll be on the roster as of Friday. Huh? Just in time for the Baltimore Orioles? I didn't want that. I said I didn't want that. Not you called the Orioles. Out. You were no, like, no, no, come no. get us, Judge. Come get some of this. I said for the Mets or maybe the Red Sox. I said anywhere but the Orioles. I basically said, no, no, no. You don't want this. Come on. It's Baltimore. Remember us? Remember us? I dropped a rare <laughs> us there on that one. <laughs> You don't need to play Baltimore. They still stink. What have you been watching? You know, watch the quarterback on Netflix. They don't stink. No, tell Judge they do. Don't tell them to come back. I they don't, don't stink. They're, they're, listen, the Baltimore Orioles, or as some would call them, the American League East Dynamos, the powers of the, of the AL East. Some would call them the best team in the American League. Win percentage-wise. No, it's not the show on PlayStation or Xbox. This is a real thing happening right now. I didn't what turn it off. What, is, what does Gaz do after celebrating a season title for his Baltimore Orioles? Turns off his Xbox. Um, no, it's got to get back for the for the Orioles. Got to get back for the for the best team in your in your division. And and here we go. Here, here we go. Um, big win over the Mets last night. Big for a couple reasons. Now. Just like that Mets win two nights ago is exactly what you want to see from the Mets. Verlander goes out, handles business. The bullpen doesn't blow it. Pete Alonso goes off. You know, you look good. There were, as much as you'd like to see more from your offense as the Yankees, you know, you maybe not see DJ LeMay. He'll get caught in a rundown between third and home. Those kind of things. You saw Carlos Rodon go out and battle and drill the flying squirrel. I like, I like that everybody said it wasn't on purpose. There's even that part where, where McNeil's going around the bases and you see Rodon walk over and go, I'm sorry. Like, like, <laughs> like the way it's great. The way you apologize to like a family member when you like, I I'm still mad, but I know I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Okay. He knew the moment happened he was gonna become a viral sensation. I saw uh, at one point I was like, he he didn't say my bad bro. I mean, no. They're trying to tell me he did, but right. he has the face on like he did. I'm sorry. Um it, but a lot of good things. Uh, what I, I love that um, Bader's getting hits. I love that Volpe's getting good contact with the ball, running the bases like a champ. I really love that DJ LeMay, he was working walks. Like, I love that. Like, those are the things. Because 
the only thing better than if Judge comes back and Judge starts hitting home runs is if Judge comes back, starts hitting home runs, and dudes are on base. How great would that be, huh? But like this, I keep trying not to sound like the old man yelling, get off my lawn and back in my day. But the the dynasty Yankees, you know, that mid-late 90s, early 2000s Yankees, they didn't always smack the cover off the ball. They didn't always annihilate your starting pitcher. As a matter of fact, a lot of times they would outlast your starting pitcher. Every single at bat was a was a battle. Every single at bat was how do I get Brett Gardner was like one of the best at this. Jeter was really good at this. How do I get you to throw two, three more pitches in this at bat? Even if I don't get in, it's a war of attrition. It's death by a thousand cuts. You're gonna be out. I'm gonna get into your bullpen. If I get into your bullpen in the fifth, sixth inning, you're toast. Well, nowadays I gotta get into it the fourth, fifth inning. But that's what they were. So to have a guy like DJ LeMayhew start working walks. Like he's not he's not the machine. He's he's not even the Burt Kreischer machine, as far as I can tell. But he's he's got that great hitter's eye and he knows what not to swing at. So he's up waiting for a first pitch strike. They're not throwing him. Okay, cool. I won't swing. And it's it, these are the things that you need to see the Yankees do, whether Judge is there or isn't there. If judge, is, if judge comes back and judges 80% of, of Aaron Judge, the toe is causing him pain, so he's not he's not a gold glove outfielder, but he's a very good outfielder. The you know the, He's not legging out doubles. He's, he's laying up on singles, stuff like that. All these things, but he's still hitting home runs and everything. If there are guys on base, if Carlos Rodon's not your second-best pitcher, which it looks like he could very well be, and at worst case, he's a guaranteed meme and outing, like he's a guaranteed internet in sensation at least once an outing. He's gonna blow somebody a kiss. He's gonna say, "I'm sorry," um, something like you. You need all those things plus Judge to get out of the basement. I had this coach tell me my freshman year in college, Coach Kevin DeWall, who's now the head coach at Hobart football. He had this quote, and people used to make fun of him. Players, the quote was, "Control the controllables." Yeah, and we were like. What the hell does that mean? Like, that seems like the most <laughs> obvious control the controllables. What does that mean? But it's a great example of what we're talking about for the Yankees. I don't think it's cliche because it's a little confusing. But the Yankees, everything that's in their control, they can't control what's up with Aaron Judge's toe. Right. But they can control the lineup, right. the pitching, the moves that they can make. They can control the controllables. Now, here's the most important part of all that stuff. You did a great job of laying out what the Yankees have done to improve and what the team can look like last for the rest couple of, games, at least for yeah, sure. Yeah. For the end here of August, uh, end of July, heading into August. I said, let's not give away August yet. Let's not. <laughs> no, no, no. But why that's even more important that victory is something that the Yankees can't control, and that's the fellow contenders in the American League, because the Boston Red Sox have won four in a row. They continue to beat Atlanta. They screwed me over so bad last night. The best team in baseball. Boston is now a game and a half back in the wild card. And as good as the Yankees looked, the Red Sox have now taken a spot above New York. Again, out of their control. New York can't do anything about that. The Angels, they don't have Mike Trout. My God, if this was baseball, I'd hear the hottest of takes like we heard about John Morant and Tracy McGrady way back when of, are the Angels better without Mike Trout? Maybe it's time. The Otani trade talk is starting to die down a little bit, right? All of a sudden, where it's like, hey, uh, you know, we're actually kind of in the mix 
We've won seven of our last ten games. Yeah. We're actually playing really well right now. So the Angels are playing well. The and Red they're making so- moves, too. And they're making moves. Jerks. So the Red Sox are playing well. The Angels are playing the arguably maybe the best baseball they played all season without Mike Trout. That sentence out loud doesn't sound right, but it's kind of true. And the American League is playing really well. So the Yankees are doing all these things for now that are really good. Yep. But some stuff out of their control is how good the American League continues to play. And it points back to what we talked about with Baltimore coming up. I don't want to do the thing we used to do with our pal A.J. Cannell and Siena basketball where it'd be like, this is the most important game of the season. Oh, you love doing that. But I told you at the start of this week, this stretch run here coming up against Baltimore, against Houston, against Tampa can define the Yankees season. And I feel a lot more confident on a Thursday than I did earlier in this week about that take because it's proven to be more and more true because of how good the American League's playing right now. If the Yankees play the way they played last night, the way they played against Kansas City, Judge comes back. He's most of Judge. Like I, I don't want to assume he's going to come back and be an MVP, but he's going to come back and be your best player. And they do what they're supposed to control the controllables, win, win your games, win series. Don't not looking for sweeps. You know, take two or three, three or four, best you can. I have trouble believing that the Yankees aren't able to be in the wild card. Like, as good as Boston, Toronto, Tampa, Houston, even your boys in Baltimore, as good as they've all been, I feel as though if the Yankees are playing that kind of, we, you know, what, what was it, a bloop and a blast, which in not modern days is a walk and a blast. Or Sounds or, like a great band name, by the way, doesn't yeah, it? A bloop and a blast. Could be a good party. We could probably put that together. Um, but like if you're getting on base and then you're hitting your home runs, you're you're not leaving men on third base. You know, you're you're not you're not letting pitchers get off the hook on three to four pitches in a bat. You're 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 doing the things that you have always done. And dare I say that the reason I'm truly optimistic, I'm not full optimistic yet, but I'm getting there, is I love the people that are being added to the front office, to the coaching staff. Because Sean Casey comes out and he's, yeah, analytics are great. I like to talk about feelings, you know, stuff like that. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm oversimplifying, but he's like, you know, I want to get in these these guys. These guys are in their heads. They're this, that, whatever. Andy Pettit comes out and goes, I don't really know a lot about these analytics things. You know, like, like whatever. Like, we got enough analytics, right? And, and and granted, they're probably because Brian Cashman, because Aaron Boone are in charge. Analytics are always going to win the day. But to have guys who walk in and go, "Hey, a point of order, um, that guy's only thrown seventy six pitches. <laughs> Why are we pulling him?" You know, Domingo Herman's at eighty eight pitches. Yeah, she probably get him out of here. No, <laughs> he looks good. Or hey. Clark Schmitz at 75 pitches. Oh, the sheet says we can leave him in there for 24 more. No, I can see him. He's not, he's losing it. Like, just to have somebody who goes, I don't know exactly what analytics are, but I know what I see. Just to have those guys to, to round it out is, is good. That makes me excited. So Yankee fans have a lot to look forward to coming hopefully, up. Hopefully. Some exciting battles. Metered. Metered. Metered optimism is where I'm at right now. Potentially the return of the big man, the MVP, Aaron Judge. Just in time to take on the filthy Orioles. Now, there was another New York team on the field last night. Yeah, was there? The New York Mets, who 
plated one run against a pitcher who had been out basically for a half of a pregnancy, four plus months. Uh, it's funny. It's funny yeah. how when you have toddlers, you you, you base things on pregnancies. <laughs> you know, four and a half months. The guy was out for more than a quarter of a year or half a pregnancy. Oh, okay, all right, I don't like that. It's long. <laughs> the female listeners just heard that. That's a long time, man. Yeah. I remember. Stop that one. <laughs> so if you're a Met fan today, even though we just talked about the Yankees for a while, are you ready to call it the end for the Mets? I, it's one loss the day before they played better. But I think it's over for the Mets. Sorry, Met fan. I didn't do it to you. Your players who didn't produce this season, your old pitching and borderline at times lazy play did it to you. That's about it for the New York Mets for me this season. I think the story's closed. They should not be. They should not be active at the deadline. That's well, a they should be. Uh, in the opposite way, selling, I don't even know who wants it at this point. Oh, there's Ooh. some bullpen arms that look kind of nice. There's some pieces there. That's it for the Mets for me. I think they're completely done. The National League, I can't make a case for the Mets after that last night that they're a playoff team. Nope. Especially after what I was afraid of last night. There was a part of me that was afraid they would come out still hot off of the night before. Because, that, again, you saw something the night before. When when they beat the Yankees 9-3, that was – that's who the Mets were supposed to be this year. There's um, it, it, it's not like no heart, but it does. It feels like there's no sense of urgency for the Mets. It feels like it kind of feels like they just kind of looked around and went, "It's been you know, all right. We 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 paid the money. We're we're the we got tons of talent. We got two, you know, they're older, but we got two Cy Youngs out there at the top of our rotation. Hall of Famers. Yeah, we should be good. This should be all right. We'll just win all the games." And then all of a sudden you get out there like, oh, I'm supposed to play nine innings? Oh, I know what he told me. I thought we won. In a row? Right. Nine innings in a row? Right, right. It just it doesn't feel like when you watch the Mets play, they don't they don't look like they looked last year. Last year they looked and, and there were windows where they fell apart. Like after the Braves slapped around towards the end of the year, they kind of dropped down. But like they don't look like a team that that wants to win so bad that they'll do anything to get it done. Let's switch that further. I love that. They look annoyed. Like the yeah. whole concept of like, ugh. We have a pitch clock now? <laughs> they look like a teenager who you've made wake up an hour earlier than they anticipated they would have to be up. And that's my life. I've seen that. You haven't seen that yet. It's because I was at the show last night. Uh, Robert Flores from the MLB Network did this joke with us before about Orange Cassidy who wrestled last night at the MVP <laughs> arena and he's in a ladder match. Ugh, I got to climb all the way up there to get the title. Ugh. <laughs> that's the Mets. But- Mets fan, you know what we're talking about. They look annoyed that they have to be out there. Ugh, can't we just start the postseason? Ugh. I tried to watch some of that AEW last night because you were there and your dad was there. And I did, I think I saw some of the words. Doesn't it go against his character that he has to wear KT tape? Like he doesn't have <laughs> like the fact That's that he has point. to wear the the tape because he's hurt his back, but he's still out there. Like, why would the guy who never takes his hands out of his pockets fight through back pain? It would be so much funnier if it was scotch tape, uh, you know, rather something. than KT tape. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because, again, like, it, there's nothing that, you know, you don't have to wear it that at that moment. You could, or, or you know, like I like your plan. Go get some orange tape. Like, KT tape, when used appropriately, is amazing. But let's not, let's not. The majority of times you see KT tape on somebody, oh, oh, look at my knee, look at my back, look at my arms, oh, I'm so swole, and I'm hurt, oh, like, it's kind of a notice me thing for a lot of people, and you're either, 
If you're if you're mad with me, you're the person who wears it because you got an injury and you want to keep working. If you're mad at me, it's because you're the person who wears KT tape to be noticed at the gym. Like I could I, I if he was gonna do it, I like your point. He should have had like pink like or orange tape on. Something like that. Where from the character perspective, yes. However, right. as my wife is a physical therapist yes. and is a huge fan of KT tape, right. I will speak no ill will no, towards no, no. KT tape because no. I'd like some more free stuff again. No, I'm them. saying the tape works great. Oh, yeah. I've had to use it on my shoulder. Um, I'm saying the people who wear it. <laughs> like yeah. when you wear it, there's two, there's, two peop- there's two kinds of people who wear KT tape. And for those who don't know what it is yet, just look it up. You've seen it. You know what it is. You just haven't had to have that conversation about it. God bless you. But there's two people. There's like there's the person who wears it because they need it, and then there's the person who wears it because they need you to notice them and see how hard they're working. Just say CrossFitters. Just say CrossFitters. Not all of them, but a lot. I mean, you do see it. That's where you see it the most. And on social media when they're posting, it's like the rule of CrossFit. Yeah. Right. You have to post you're doing CrossFit. Well, right. Well, it's like any any workout, but but like so. As my point, guys, was not like against KT tape. My point was, if you're mad at what I'm saying right now, if you're mad with me that you, oh my god, yeah, I see it all the time. You're somebody who uses it because you need it. If you're mad at me for saying it, it's because you're somebody who uses it to get attention. That's all I'm saying. So that's why it did. It did. It was something I noticed with Orange Cassidy, where I was like, isn't that dude supposed to like not care? So why is he out there fighting through back pain? If he's really wearing the KT tape, I don't uh, feels right. Couldn't he just put a shirt on and we wouldn't notice he had the KT tape, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be having this. Didn't he used to wear a full Canadian tuxedo when he came out there? Like what's going on here? Um, and somebody who does care and we'll take good care of you. Our good friends at USX pest control. I was over there earlier today. Oh, you um, were? Yeah. So there's, I I've, um, so there used to be cat's eye. Those that's, that was the company that was in town. The part of the Gagne family of brands. Now it's USX Pest Control. So our friend Dave McClett is a part of USX Pest Control and Elevation 10,000. So while I swung by the offices today, I saw the cool lighting and all that. I, I didn't realize how much of those offices are USX Pest Control. So they're doing a great job of getting you know you a, a scheduled inspection when you go to usxpest.com, free inspection. They get that set up for you. Then it's how quick can we get Tim there? How good? Then we got to get Tim's information into the system so that when Frank comes out to do the job, he knows exactly what he's doing. And then Frank is, is giving the information again so that there's a running dialogue of what they've been doing to keep your house, home, apartment pest-free, which is amazing. Earlier this week, we talked about moments sparking an outcome, like Saquon Barkley's contract and other contracts in the NFL. Here's what I don't want to have happen. That you see a monster pest in your home, you're like, all right, it's time to call USX Pest Control. No, no, no. Call them today. Do not wait for the monster from Men in Black to show up in your living room when you're watching whatever you're watching that night. Call them before that happens. Reach out to them. Free inspection. LeVac and I have headed to our homes. Have it to your home this summer so you don't have to worry about a uninvited guest joining your summer parties upcoming here in July and August. Get a hold of USX Pest Control, free inspection. Make sure your house is safe for months and weeks to come. Absolutely. It is such a game changer. I, the only time I really think about USX Pest Control, there's two times. When I'm about to tell you how great they are, and when I with those rare moments where I look around and go, 
didn't I have ants in this room last year? Like I just, it's, it's great. They, it takes all the, the nonsense away. You don't have to worry about it. Free in free inspection. That's how it starts. Usxpest.com. I pray and hope that the schedule makers are paying attention and the jets play in green Bay next year. I will tell you why next right here. Fox sports radio, 95, nine and nine eighty. Don't miss the final days to save during the store-wide truckload event at Lowe's. Right now, save on major appliances and get an additional 10% off in-store clearance appliances. Lowe's knows home improvement. Valid through 8-9 exclusions apply while supplies last. Selection varies by location. See Lowe's.com for details. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿De dónde eres? ¿De dónde eres? Babbel's interactive lessons are created by real language teachers and voiced by real native speakers using a modern conversation-based method. So in no time, you can start speaking confidently about real-life topics in another language. Nosotras vamos a México en dos días y ahora hablamos español. Gracias, Babel. Sí, muchas gracias. <laughs> Babel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babel for free at Babel.com. Just go to Babel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Above and Beyond Fire Safety Security reminds you that summer is the time for grilling, camping, and picnics. But summer is also the time for increased injuries and fires. Keep grills away from anything that can burn and never leave them unattended. If tenting, buy one that is flame retardant and pitch them far away from your campfire. To extinguish a fire, pour water over it or cover it with dirt. Stay safe this summer. Above and Beyond Fire helping you stay safe for all your fire protection needs. From extinguishers to sprinklers and alarms, we have you covered ew gotta get rid of this old backstreet boys t-shirt tell me why because it stinks boys tell me why i've washed it so many times but the odor won't come out tell me why no you tell me why i can't get rid of this odor have you tried new downy rinse and refresh it doesn't just cover up odors it helps remove them Wow, it worked, guys. Yeah. Downy Rinse and Refresh removes more odor in one wash than the leading value detergent in three washes. Find it wherever you buy laundry products. Leghorn Plumbing and Heating reminds you to support small businesses by patronizing them frequently and encourage others to do the same. Leghorn Plumbing and Heating. All phases of plumbing, heating and cooling. Installation and service. Over 30 years experience. Serving the Green County, including parts of Albany County and Ulster County. Deal with the owner of this family-run business at all times. Call Glenn at 518-610-4486 on Facebook. What should we do with the broke propeller? What should we do with the broke propeller? Don't look at me, I wasn't driving. Thank you, you're not helping. I don't even know why you bought this boat. You told me that you loved this boat. That was before you wrecked the boat. Well, now you've made it awkward. Accidents don't just happen in sea shanties, so Progressive Boat Insurance has you covered. Take as little as four minutes to see what you can save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Covered subject to policy terms and not available for all boats or in all situations. Your home for Syracuse Orange football and basketball is the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. Fox Sports 95.9 and 9.80 a.m. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. 
if you've been listening to the show long enough, regardless of where we've done it, you know that one of the one of the questions that I always have to ask, and, and it, it almost sounds foreign to Gaz, is like how much money before it doesn't really matter. Like other things factor in. Like, <laughs> like, well, like, like, yeah, like if you're Saquon, you know, if you're Saquon Barkley for the Giants, you know, we were probably looking at like 13, 14 million a year, and he'd be thrilled. Um, with your a million other players, like, all right, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins went to a team that I don't know how he fits because there was more money involved. I wonder if it was like, all right, well the pick, pick, the Kansas City Chiefs they ordered they they offered you a million less a year or eight hundred thousand less a year. What, what's the number where you would go win? For less money. Like, where is that line? I've tried to do this, and it really is not a great way to sum it up. I've tried to go percentages with you over the past. Like, hey, if in 2021, compared to 2022, you made 10% less than the year previous, you don't want that. Or 15 or 20. But even the percentages doesn't work out a lot because it's like, wasn't that $4 million? Yeah. And I made $3 million. All right, that's 25%. Yeah, but it's $3 million, guys. Like, <laughs> you know, you can't even do it like that. My answer, if I'm a professional athlete, especially in a sport like football, and I won't judge them if they do this, the answer is never take a pay cut. <laughs> Hometown discounts the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You go get the bag. I don't know what your career longevity might be. What's the average still? Three and a half? Four? I think so. You That's go right get the there. money. No one's good. I've yeah, never heard so. But Carmelo's the only one recently. That, like People shamed him for going to get the money. Yeah, because he never got the title. Yeah. Like, if he had got the title first, go get the money. Like, like Brady was a weird one. Tom Brady leaves New England where he's got, was it, was it five or six? I can't even remember anymore how many he won. I think it was six. I think it was, yeah. I can't remember. So many rings, I can't remember them. That's the problem. Six. Right. I, uh, and he goes and gets the seventh one. But he takes a pay cut to get to Tampa when he already was underpaid based on what the market would yield for a quarterback of his caliber. So he's he's one you've seen. Now we've seen yet another. And apparently, after you make approximately $305 million over your career, you will take $35 million less to be happy. You will take 30 and that's if you're Aaron Rodgers. And I, I cannot wait. Until some like someone in the NFL scheduling office is kicking themselves for not finding a way to get the Jets to Green Bay during the regular season this year. Someone is kicking themselves for that. Like so, they've got to be, like, <laughs> because there's that would be the most must must watch we've ever seen for the like a Jets game in the last what twenty years, where Aaron Rodgers at Green Bay. Because I know Green Bay fans who always loved him. Who even when he was leaving, were like, you know, he's got a point. He should leave. And now it's like, even they're looking. They're going, you took thirty-five less, like, like not just not like five million less. You didn't like spread the deal. You, you said, hey, if I'm gonna play for Green Bay for this time, it's gonna be a hundred and ten million dollars. And then you said, if I'm gonna play for the Jets, it's only seventy-five. I like it here better. I don't think it's as simple as that. It, a, lot, a lot of Green Bay fans might disagree with you. That's what they see. Oh, man. I'm going to get to the Green Bay fans coming up here. Oh, oh, hang on. 
That $35 million, I know there's reports out there that this could be a simple moving of the book. And what I mean by that is, like, he might move it into some, like, signing bonus or he might well, get it up front to move the cap. The well, cap the, is so ridiculous. Well, the way this one is built right now is if, if four days from now he gets a $34 million roster bonus and then he gets a salary of one point whatever, and then next year he gets, like, a salary of $37 million. However you, however you slice it, unless there's a – backdoor deal or another year that we aren't aware of that 35 is gone like it's gone no Again, one, unless there's a you know no one with a rational mind and someone's listening about aaron Rodgers, the guy who was in the cave you're talking about him guys yeah. right that 35 million dollars is did not disappear mm-hmm. Some, something's going on right well, that, well let me ask you this what if when i negotiated the original 110 i did that because I wanted to force their hand to get rid of me. And then when I did this, when I came to the Jets, the Jets said to me, hey, if you'll take a pay cut, we'll put pieces around you like Alan Lazard, Lazard, uh, McCole Harmon. We'll, we'll, get all, we'll get pieces. We'll build, we'll, we'll build a team. Whatever pieces we're missing now, we'll go get them for you with that money. We need that money. And he's like, I've never been able to trust Green Bay to do that. They've said they would do that, and they didn't do that. They actually used money to go draft my replacement. And the Jets are like, come here. We'll prove it. He gets there. They do that. And now he's sitting there. It's almost like it's almost like he spent the $35 million to bring in his own players. That makes a lot of sense. You like that a little yeah, bit? I yeah, I like that a lot more. The only other part I was going to go with is that we've seen some players – with a big contract, extend it. Baseball is an example of this, right? Like the Bobby Bonilla thing gets talked about forever. <laughs> Scherzer's deals set up, I believe, with the Nationals like that. Not he's got the two Mets. of them. I think you're right. I think he yeah. has two of them, actually. Uh, Rick DiPietro doesn't get talked about enough about this, yeah. but he had one with the Islanders. So when I hear that $35 million just disappeared, my initial thought was, okay, he's got some like ownership stake he tied in, or he extended his deal to like 15 years. I don't hear about NFL contracts doing that as much. It was hard for me to believe the 35 just disappeared and he was willing to take that cut. That point you just made there, though. Here's what I've learned about athletes in particular. Pro athletes. Sometimes that stuff matters more than money. And I'm not talking so much about winning. I'm talking about, like, just make me happy. There are certain goals in people's lives. And everybody works towards something different. Some people want to just be happy when they go to work every single day. Some people as they get older just don't want to be bothered. Like, hey, I like my job. If my boss never talks to me, that makes me really happy. Some people want to make a ton of money. Some people just want to work where they grew up. You know, like whatever, everyone has a tier of what makes them happy and what gets them through the day. I truly believe that somewhere super high on the Aaron Rodgers list is, I want to show you what I could have done for 18 years with elite players. Because people talk about Brady. People talk about Manning. Drew Brees, all these guys that I consider to be, I think I'm better than all of them. This is Aaron Rodgers talking. He's got an ego. Yeah. This is just, you know, his mind. I'm diving in here, which is, again, I think the he caves said in here. something to the effect of, why wouldn't I think I'm the, like, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're, I've had 18 ones. years of the Packers never giving me anything. I made these guys who were bums when they left turn into all stars. Watch what I can do with the staff, and I will risk it to prove to people how great I am when you finally get. I went through 18 years. I'm rattling <laughs> to do this now. What? That I can hear that. I think that kind of makes a lot of sense out loud. Well, it's like, and it's one of those things too, where you you set your price tag so high. It's like, well, you guys don't know what you're doing with your money anyway. Might as well give it to me. And then, 
if they don't do the deal, you leave. You get to go do what you want. If they do do the deal, at least you're rich. You're Maybe you're not happy. Maybe you're losing, but you're rich. And then you get somewhere and it's like, I'm going to give you the grocery money. You got to go to the store. You got to go get the stuff that I need. And you, we, Can I trust you to do it? No one else is done right. All of a sudden, Alan Lazard walks through the door and Randall Cobb walks through the door and, you know, Raquel Harmon, walks, like, oh, you know, he starts looking around. He's like, you done good. Here you go. I'll hand you the grocery money back. I feel so bad for Packer fans. Yes. Yeah, fans. Pa- Packer front office should feel offended because he's insulting you. Well, <laughs> okay. So, th- see, there's the difference I have for you between the fans and the front office. This, I feel like there's a relationship analogy here that's coming up somewhere because Aaron Rodgers gave you a chance, Green Bay, year after year after year. Guys, I would love a first-round wide receiver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to it. He didn't. Hey guys, I like a first round running back. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. There's some good ones. Never did it. You know this. This is a little too intense of a of relationship analogy. Like, hey, can you please switch your hours at work so you can spend more time with the kids? Oh yeah, I'll do that. And then never did it. <laughs> hey, can, or hey, can you please get a job? Oh yeah, yeah, I'll get to that. I'm, I'm working on some other stuff right now. They over year after year, Levac, Green Bay promised Rogers all this stuff. They never gave it to him. Then they finally gave him the richest contract in NFL history, and Rodgers was still complaining. Green Bay is like, what happened? I thought we gave right. you a bunch of money. No, no, no. Like, here's what I wanted to be happy, right. and you never gave it to me. And now they're like, I don't know what we could have done different. I do. I got a few I got a few things, actually, on the list here, Green Bay. But Packer fan can't control what they do. Like, they can't control the front office. So it feels like it's a really big dig at Packer Nation or whatever they're calling themselves of – Hey, Aaron Rodgers would rather play for the Jets for $30 million less than ever play for Green Bay. 30, thank you. 35. Than ever play for Green Bay again. Sorry, Packer fans. Well, and that's, and you know, the worst part is it shouldn't be lost to anybody that that's the one team that's owned by the fans. So it's like you've, you hired people to run the team who ran, they've now ran Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers out of town. <laughs> Both of them. Uh, I mean, Favre kind of. Uh, listen, it's a little different, did but it's it to not. Himself. I mean, you could always make the conversation that Rodgers did it to himself. Rodgers could have, you know, played good soldier and saluted and, you know, kept making Romeo Dobbs and Alan Lazard and all these names that we thought would be okay. We should have thought it was more about Rodgers when he had wide receivers wearing hoodies, like hooded sweatshirts playing football at the NFL. James Jones, right? Like, yeah. you know, I know James is. What do you mean he was a free agent? The guy's wearing a hooded sweatshirt under his jersey. We're like, I mean, this is street ball football. Rodgers <laughs> is making him. He's got like 10 touchdowns, guys. Right. No one, hello, this is a match over here. There's an old movie called Necessary Roughness. Scott Bakula plays a quarterback going into college. Like he's coming back to play. And there's like the one guy, he's fast. He's everything else. Gets open. Can't catch for nothing. Like there's one. So the end. He, he literally throws the ball and sticks it into his face mask. Like, it sticks there. Like, that's what – Rodgers was doing that at one point. There was there were receivers with no arms, and he was sticking the, the ball into the ear hole of their helmet so they would catch it. <laughs> the Packer front office is like, we told you we had skill guys what for you. What did we need? We got you. Hey, we, listen, you? We, did, we found Aaron Jones. That's a, Okay, so there's one for you. What about the rest? What do you mean the sixth-round running back who's five foot eight from UTEP wasn't good for you? I mean, I don't – Excuse us. I still to this day remember seeing him and go, this I'll be nice. He's a nice guy. We'll have a conversation. Be a nice he's a nice guy. And we had a great conversation with him. He ends up going to the, the Packers. He ends up being a heck of a heck of a pro running back. We actually got we got scolded by yeah, by the by the big boss. Well, how'd that work out for you, Chief? Um, so <clears throat> just crazy. Like I said, 
I I know the Jets have a game on their schedule that is going to be fun for personal reasons. I just I wish there was I wish there was Jets at at Green Bay. Like I wish so like and I know there's a formula and there's things that have to be done. Like you can't you can't just like you could literally sit down before the season, before the announcements and go these are your opponents. Like you know the the strength of schedule, the strength of opponent, the blah blah blah, all those things. I hope there's like enough wiggle where they're like, "Oops, the Jets fell into Lambo. I don't know what to do." Because there's gonna be, especially, can you imagine if the Jets win this year? If they win, the Jets win the Super Bowl this year and then play in Green Bay next year, Green Bay fan is gonna be sitting there just like twitching, just can't wait. For those who haven't heard Levanc and my take about booing in sports in 2023, and I know people have changed their take on this, let's play that game. Okay, let's say Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Let's say it's a super flex, whatever. Somehow that happened on the schedule. He goes back to Green Bay and plays. For perspective, when Favre, as a member of the Vikings, played against the Packers, thunderous boos. Right. Now, remember... The teams, it's not like the NBA or Major League Baseball. They don't get introduced individually in the NFL. It's team runs out. It's the Packers' rivals, the Vikings. The Vikings are really right. good at that point. So, True rival. Right. Online. Were they booing Favre? Maybe. Probably. But it's also the Vikings. Yeah, it was, there, was, there, were, there were layers to that boo. What would happen if Rodgers showed up to Green Bay? I, see, that's the thing. How, how educated is, is, is Packer fan? Is, is Packer fan educated enough? To know that Rodgers would have stayed had you given him wide receivers and things, and you probably would have won more. Or is Packer fan, you know, it's the laundry. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna root from for the the G on the side of the helmet. Like, and you left us, and you are a bad person. I and I don't know if I can blame you either way. Like I outside looking in, it's obvious to me that you could have kept Aaron Rodgers for a couple more years. You could have you if Jordan Love isn't good this year. It's the front office. Like, there should be no one else you're mad at. Jordan Love goes out and he looks like he could legitimately be your quarterback for the next five, ten years. Then I think you can sit there on the fence and be like, oh, well, both sides kind of had a point. You know, so, but but either way, I, I just, I, I hope that happens. I, I can't. Yeah. Unleash the booze on Rodgers. Packer fan doesn't, you, even, you know what? Packer fan doesn't even have to have that happen. They're 80, maybe not. You know what? You can boo no matter what. Oh, yeah. I think 95% of Packer fan today, and if we, you feel differently about us as a Packer fan, let us know at the Jeff Levac on X. Well, we're going to call it Twitter from now on. I don't like yeah, that. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> at the Jeff Levac on Twitter, at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z, at WOFX980, the iHeart app, and the phone lines are always open to you thanks to our friends over at Elevation 10,000. If you're a Packer fan, you can boo Rodgers, but maybe you like him. You can let us know. 518 518- 690-0980 if you're a Packer fan and maybe you want to defend Rodgers. Because, Levac, I told you this earlier in the summer. I will stick by this. This will be one of my bold takes for the NFL season. Green Bay is going to stink. And not just stink in 2023. They're going to go through a stretch here where the Packers are going to be terrible for like 15 years. They're going to be awful. The curse of Aaron Rodgers? I would say Green Bay, Arizona, and my Buccaneers are going to be battling for Caleb Williams upcoming here in 2023. And I'm not sure. I'm more familiar with the Bucs and Tampa's draft picks than Green Bay's. But I think Green Bay does not realize how good it's been with Favre and Rodgers for the last, what, 30 years? And the front office got to kick back a little bit. It's a nice one-two punch right there. I, guys, I don't know when the last time we did this, but I, I want to talk Jets next segment too. I don't know if we've, I can't remember the last time we did back to back 
Jets. There's 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 a quote off between the Denver Broncos head coach and the New York Jets head coach. It's a quote off, and I want I'm going to give you the you get to decide who wins the quote off, which we're going to do coming up uh, next. There, guys, you got that? I do have that. But before we do that, can we talk about our friends over at Mohawk Chevy? I if you didn't ask, I was going to be so mad. I love 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 what they're doing over at Mohawk Chevrolet. Now, of course. I'm a Chevy guy. I'm a bow tie guy. I grew up, but I've always loved Chevy. It's my thing. I, I I like a lot of other vehicles, but I love Chevy. So for me, it's just the easiest thing in the world. I go up to Boston Spa. I go to Mohawk Chevrolet. I look around the lot. I happen to find ScarJo, my beautiful Black Widow Silverado, and and we're now we're now engaged. It's well, you know, oh, we're married. Congrats. Well, we're, wow. well, well, I mean, we're married. We're contracted each other for another. Seventy payments, but there, but there, <laughs> she's worth every penny, guys. She's worth every penny. Like I feel that great about my truck. I love my truck. You should love what you're driving. Now, again, me, Chevy, go right to the dealership, have a blast, look it all over. Whatever it is you like, Jeep, whatever maker model, and I just said that because I could see Jake, our sales guy's Jeep, out in the parking lot. Um, <laughs> Car Bravo can find that for you, and it's backed by Mohawk Chevrolet. So you do a, on your. On your couch tonight, while you're watching TV, you go, oh, well, I, I like this, this. And then they find the vehicle for you. And then with Car Bravo, you get whatever you want. Make, model, year, mileage. Sort it out, find it, and get it for yourself. Find new roads to Car Bravo and Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. Do you have heart failure and often hear, Those stomach issues ruined your birthday. You're too tired to play catch, Grandpa. Sweetie, you haven't touched your tools since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis. If these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, talk to your cardiologist. Ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy, or ATTRCM, a rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time. Learn more at connecttoyourheart.com. That's connecttoyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer iHeartRadio Earth is here with little tips for a healthier planet. October is Energy Awareness Month and a good time to assess your home to make sure you're ready for the season's cooler temperatures. Keep your window shades open on sun-facing windows during the day to get free solar heat and close them after dark to add a little extra insulation. Brought to you by iHeartRadio Earth and the National Environmental Education Foundation. To find more tips for smarter, sustainable living or to take action in your own community, go to iHeartRadio.com earth. Ron had a tax problem he just couldn't handle on his own. I owed the IRS taxes for over five years, but I didn't have any money to pay the taxes. Those years cost him dearly. Most of it was fees and interest. It was horrible. Ron finally called in the pros. I called Optima Tax Relief, and boy, am I happy I did. (laughs) The leading tax resolution firm, Optima, is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. They've resolved over a billion dollars for their clients. Ron was overjoyed. They settled my account with IRS. I was ecstatic. They are a lifesaver. They are. I am so happy. (laughs) Take Ron's advice and call Optima now for a free consultation. Yeah, don't do like I did and wait. Call Optima Tax Relief. Do it now. You'll be ecstatic like me. (laughs) Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. 
See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. Your home for the Boston Red Sox is the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. Fox Sports 95.9 and 980 AM. Now back to LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 and 980 AM Fox Sports Radio. Uh, did you see, <laughs> real quick, um, Big Al? Uh, uh, yes. Customer representative, salesperson extraordinaire. He just popped in. He goes, I'm going to get the trophy. I'm going to get the trophy. Ooh. So I was like, what What trophy? I don't get a trophy. What? And he goes, the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge trophy for you guys versus Quinn and Cantara. He goes, and I'm like, what? There's really, like, I thought you were joking. So there's a trophy coming our way. Uh, it's from, uh, and of course, where else you get trophy awards by Walsh, local family owned business specializing in trophies, plaques, screen printing, embroidery, and more everything from casual wear to professional wear, custom sports uniforms, awards by Walsh in Cahos awards by Walsh.com. So like, like there's a trophy. So now we got to we got to get our stuff together here, buddy. I've heard some rumors. I've seen some, we'll call it projections of what this trophy could look like if it lives up to the hype. I'm going to be blown away by this thing. We'll, and we'll find out shortly. Awards by Walsh. Check them out. If uh, I, I, I want a picture of it. If this is what it's well, going to be, man. So here's the thing. I'm not. I'm half joking. Like I'm super greedy. Like it's hard for me to get motivated to win for other people. Like I'd rather just like I make donations to charities. Like I do it. It's I do it a for my taxes and b because I care. But I don't talk about it in that order. Yeah. Oh, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I listen, hey, I'm honest, okay? So like something like this where we're where we're competing, you know, and I'm competing on behalf of Special Olympics in New York who I love. I love the athletes, I love the people, I love everybody in the office. You should always 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 you know, donate to Special Olympics in New York when you get a chance and support the athletes. Um you to life.org love what they do. I would love if you won because they would get some cash and they do they make dollars just they stretch them out. I just want it for myself. <laughs> I want, if I'm competing in money involved, I want the dang money. Um, all right. Quote off. Are you ready? Let's do it. So the, the first one's in print, so I'm going to read them both. Um, Sean Payton, current head coach of the Denver Broncos, has said, quote, when asked about you know what to expect from Russell Wilson and the Broncos this year, quote, it might have been one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of of the NFL. That's how bad it is. Oh my God. He continues. There's 20 dirty hands for what was allowed tolerated in the freaking training rooms and meeting rooms. He continued on the offense. I don't know. Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett, former head coach, now offensive coordinator of the jets. I don't know. Hackett. A lot of people had dirt on their hands. It wasn't just Russell Wilson. He didn't just flip. He still has it. This BS that he hit the wall, shoot, they couldn't get a play in. They were 29th in the league in pre-snap penalties on both sides of the ball. Worst run, I'm sorry, might have been one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. Oh, my God. Sean Payton, when he, when he spoke to Jarrett Bell of USA Today about whether or not Russell Wilson 
is still good, and what are the expectations for the Denver Broncos? Is it a machine gun? Is it a flamethrower? Whoa. I know Peyton was doing the media stuff while he was taking time off from the sport, not like the last time when he was coaching. I like that movie he was in. Yeah. Oh, it was Kevin James. It was Kevin James playing Sean Payton. Odd. Uh, But he was always on with the guy before us, Colin Cowherd, giving takes about the NFL. It looks like he's still got some hot takes left in the holster from his media time. But hearing those points in Bronco fan, and Bronco fans do. Let's try. (laughs) They stretch out not just in the Colorado market. That is a Uh, national brand. There's a lot of Bronco fans. USX Pest. See if we can spray for those. Nathaniel Hackett was an offensive coordinator for Syracuse. For Buffalo, I believe the Jags at one point was snuck in there too. You look, should he QB have been coach? Bro, uh, Packers, obviously, yeah, is Packers, what, yep. what got him the. Should he have the been gig. the head coach of the Broncos without Aaron Rodgers? No, but there were some alarming plays last season. Remember, like he was kicking on the wrong situations. Yeah, he <laughs> was bad. I, was, I called him Buddy Hackett. Wasn't it the, the Manning cast where it was like Eli and Peyton are like, "What are you doing? Call timeout!" <laughs> like they looked like. Nathaniel Hackett didn't know that was a whole part of the head coaching thing. He thought right. he could just call the plays and he'd be good. Right. Oh, no, I got a punt. Well, I got a kick. I got to go for it on fourth down. Ah! And and again, part of what winning would have been if Aaron Rodgers had come over and he did Aaron Rodgers. Hey, buddy, what, what plays you want to do today? Like that, that seems to be the relationship they had. Well, <clears throat> big game, Bob. He was asked about what Sean Payton had to say. Bob Sala, and it, you know he, he's he said, "I don't know why you got to talk about us when we don't play until week four. Nathaniel Hack is doing a great job here, and quote, "If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. So hate away." I don't think that was Come a on. quote. That now, was... I, you, I will play it on my computer right now. That sounded like Little Wayne. That sounded like that sounded like Kendrick Lamar. Read it one more time. It was in a graphic. No, he played. I heard him say it. All right, you don't have to play it off your computer. I can't believe he said that though. He's been in the league a while. He can say whatever the hell he wants. But but as far as you know, what we have going on here, that's you know the I kind of live by saying, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. So hate away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love it. You ain't got no haters. You ain't popping, guys. Guys, are you popping? That can't be hit. I think I'm way more popping than you. I don't think anybody hates you. There's plenty of people who hate me. I am popping. All right. That is a song from an artist I'm not familiar with. So hate away, he said. Do you know a Rico Richie? No. I don't know a Rico Richie either, but I Googled that quote. So that is, that is somebody named well, Rico Richie. Well, maybe he Ritchie. got it from Bob Sala. Maybe. Robert Sala probably said it first. It looks like Rico Richie's song came out in 2015. Easy E was on this track? Oh. Okay. R.I.P. Easy E. All right. I didn't know that. So that is not Robert. Although the quote is funny. He did say it. You played the audio. I mean. <laughs> it's a great quote. Hate away. If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. So hate away. Um, he goes. He literally said, he goes, I'm not going to acknowledge Sean on that. He's been in the league, whatever. But then he continues on. He kind of acknowledges him. It's, you know, I I love that Sean Payton is going to war for his guys, right? I mean, he's going out and he's just. And he, Robert Sala, both of well, them are. But I mean, like the way Sean Payton did it, like he, Sean Payton went in there and went, look, I'm going to pay. You're, gonna, you're coming here week four. I'm going to tell you your face, you suck. Like it's, like, don't. 
the way Sean Payton just went in, I'm considering drafting Russell Wilson in fantasy football. Like, I thought he was toast. He was done. But to hear, Sean Payton's going to say this for two two reasons. One, get off the guy's back. I'm here now. There's a new sheriff in town, okay? Get off his back. It's not his fault he was allowed to run wild. His fault he did run wild. And then also, do you think Sean Payton's really the kind of guy who's going to go make statements like this if he doesn't believe Wilson's going to back him up on the field for him? Not only Wilson back him up. So, no, he's not one of those guys. But Wilson backing him up, and more importantly, I think Sean Payton backing him up. Like, himself, I'm talking about. You think about the course of NFL head coaches since the early 2000s? Quickly, like off the top of your head, if you had to rank the coaches, like the best coaches the last 20 years in the NFL, here's what my list would look like. Bill Belichick, one. Mm -hmm. Sean Payton, two. Mike Tomlin, three. Oh, uh, Belichick, Reed, then yours. I'd have Reed, too. You'd have Payton or you'd have, who did I just say? Payton Uh, or Tomlin? I'm okay with either one. Okay, I'd probably, probably, probably go with Sean Payton. Just it, I would too because of Breeze in the history of the Saints versus the yeah, Steelers, which yeah. maybe is not fair to Tomlin, but that's how I look at it. A little bit. but it, And it's also like part of the way I do it in my head, just so everybody knows before you like go, oh, why would you say that? If I, I, I judge my joy if they were announced as the head coach of the old, or the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> so like if yeah. Bill Belichick's the new coach of the Raiders, let's go. <laughs> What's up, baby? And the, or Sean Payton, no, oh, you did, baby, we're coming. And then Sean, Tomlin, I would, I would be like, we're going to win a lot of games, but it's going to be really boring. <laughs> um, so Sean Payton can back it up is what the point I was trying to make. Is right. like, we're talking about an all-time great NFL head coach versus Robert Sala, who's in his second season. We're talking about if Russell Wilson's that good or the coaching's that bad, Aaron Rodgers with all that, I think you mentioned week four. It's either week four or week five. Week I know five, how, okay. sorry. Because he does. He goes on and he says, so hey, anyway, obviously we're doing something right. This is Salah. If you have to talk about us and we don't play you until week five, and I'm good with it. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. Like I love what Salah does, too, because he's just like, look, he's a, that, guy's, that guy's kind of important. He's kind of good. I'm not going to say whatever he wants. I do want to point out. First of all, I'm way hipper and cooler than you are because if you ain't got haters, you ain't popping. So hate away. <laughs> and also, thanks for noticing what we're doing over here. Appreciate you. Like I, I, I want man. I think I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give the victory of the smack off to Sean Payton. Came in with a mission, achieved the mission. But it's but it was like it was it was a decision. It wasn't a TKO because Big Game Bob came right back with the. Haters, you ain't popping. (laughs) Like the fact that an NFL head coach worked in popping, and Deion Sanders is not a head coach in the NFL yet. (laughs) That's really good. And you know what? I want Sean Payton to admit this one day. He got basically as close as he would. Maybe this is his admission. When he was sitting at home watching the NFL last season, he was cursing at the Broncos. That idiot hack. What are you doing? Like. That happens sometimes. Whatever job you have, maybe a, a former athlete wants to play and they're on the bench. What Whatever you do, there's people who are like, what are you doing? I would do that better. Sean Payton probably hated Nathaniel Hackett last year because he knew he could do it better. And now here he is ready to prove it. And he told everybody, I'm so much better than this guy. Russell will give me week five. 
Levac, you've sold me on it. I want it all. And you know there's going to be somebody trying to overplay it. They're going to have some trick play we've never seen in NFL history. There's going to be something at the 50-yard line with the coaches rather than yeah. the players. Give me all. Jet fans, I love everything involving your team, man. Yeah. From Rodgers to this trash talk. Hard knocks is even shown. I do have some bad news, though, Jet fans, coming up in the top four at four. There's a little bit of bad news for the Jets. Today. Does it come off of the clip from Hard Knocks? Because I won't reference it right now if it does. Sort of. So sort don't of. don't reference it right now? No. I How about t- I say this? Okay. After seeing the small clip, and you can see it, you can just look up preview of Hard Knocks, whatever. My hopes of how good this season of Hard Knocks would be went up significantly. I was very worried about Hard Knocks because we heard there's me less access and things of that nature. But just that little clip, and I it got the you know I didn't full blown like hair stand up, but I definitely was like, all right, all right, you got me. I'm gonna stay up. I'm gonna watch. Um, it is Levac Gaz, and we are excited about <laughs> Jets football for Pete's sake. How good? Let's go. But um, I'm most excited. And it's weird that I have to admit this. One of the most exciting things for me is a good night's sleep. I had amazing dreams last night. I remember my oh. dreams. Like, it's it's one of those things. You don't always remember your dreams. I slept so well. I remember the REM sleep was strong with this one. Thanks to Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa with Dr. Fred Dreer. I have severe sleep apnea, which means periodically I will stop breathing in my sleep. And I didn't realize it, and it was like a cumulative thing. Over time, I just got more tired and, and more aggravated, um, which I, I'm always aggravated, but it was worse. And it was affecting my health. It was affecting my energy, and it, it just it sucked. Well, then I meet Dr. Ear, I meet Lorianne, I meet everybody over at the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. They fit me for this mouthpiece, custom-made for me, keeps my airway open, snoring's reduced, sleep apnea is under control, energy's coming back. I am on my way, my friends. You can too. Um, 518-885-6185. The Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Bar, Dr. Fred Dreer. Help me sleep better. They're going to help you sleep better too. Enter it now at foxsports980.com. WOFX Troy, WGYFMHD2 Albany, W240EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. We're at four with Lavac and Gaz. <laughs> Time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports. It's brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Oh, Gossie Bear, what's the fourth biggest story in the world of sports? Let's live here in the world of rumor and innuendo. Rumor has it. College football has not one, but two now big rumors floating around the landscape before kickoff next month. Oh, that feels good. Kickoff next month. Let's go. Rumor number one involves the, Colo- <laughs> the Colorado Buffaloes might be going back to the Big 12. That's reports coming that Colorado what? could be prepared to move back to the Big 12. Remember back in the early 2000s, they were one of the teams that college football landscape pointed to be like, you're the reason this whole thing started, Colorado, when you left the Big 12 to join the then Pac-10. They could be going back because of the uncertain future of the media rights involving the Pac-12 conference. That's been rumored. There's also a rumor on social media of Brutus the Buckeye and the Oregon Duck <laughs> holding, I guess, each other's shoulders. There's been rumors maybe of a matchup, maybe of conference changes and more. I'm not sure if it's completely confirmed on social media. And rumor number two, Levac, maybe you find this one more rumor interesting. Jim Harbaugh may face a four-game suspension as the Michigan head coach. Oh, I thought that was already done. It says he's mum on the potential four-game suspension. Some people have said it's on the way. Others have said it's not. It's an ongoing NCAA investigation involving some 
level one violations. The four games, by the way, would include East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, and Rutgers. A negotiated four-game suspension is what other outlets have called it. All right, so which ones do you find most interesting here in the college football landscape? The continued conference realignment or Harbaugh missing maybe a month of the season? I, I mean, obviously, I'm a Michigan fan, so I'm gonna I'm always going to go towards that story. But the Colorado thing is is intriguing because you know that's that's the that's the Dion factor right there. That's that's one of those things where everybody's like, um, you know, we didn't really care that you weren't here for a while, but if you'd like to be here now that you're really popular and everyone notices you, we'd, we'd, we'd welcome you back. You could be here. No problem. How much money did you guys say you made for the spring game? Right. Ooh, that's pretty interesting. Wait, how good are your recruits all of a sudden because of the transfer portal? This is a thing we can do in 2023. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, and how bad would you like to be the absolute best team in the conference? Because you probably will be. <laughs> there are certain teams. This, you know, I'll say right now, there's two teams this season. I'll, I'll say this up until kickoff. That if you are a Capital Region casual college football fan, maybe you root for Albany, but you kind of, maybe Notre Dame's, I know, really popular, Syracuse. If you want, like, a team to just find to watch, it's Colorado because of the Dion stuff and his son and the intrigue and the trash talk and Florida State. Because of Jared Verse and how good they're going to be. So if you like want to find a team to follow this college football season, those are your two. Colorado and Florida State. And I even say more must-watch will be Colorado for most people. I have an, in- an interest in Florida State because they're in Syracuse's conference, my favorite team. But Colorado, every game is going to be exciting. Everyone's going to be like, what can we expect out of this roster coming up? Are they going to revolutionize college football if they're that good that fast? And the, the Michigan, the, the Harbaugh factor, I I actually kind of just thought it was already decided that he was getting the four games. I thought that was the thing. But I think it's a pretty severe penalty, especially when you hear what he actually did. Like, it's it's all, it's it's NCAA stuff. Like, it's, you know, he, Zoom meetings and phone calls he shouldn't make and things like that. And I get it. You got to be punished. Four games sounds like a lot to me. It really does. It feels like some outlets are saying it's not so much what he did but lied about it yeah like the ncaa is like did you do this it's like no i didn't do this well it says a zoom call here has the receipt does it say jim harbaugh i mean jay harbaugh could be anybody well he could be your brother right we don't control him at all now here's here's the question though if he did say yeah i did that is it less punishment (laughs) like really like the nfl acts like that's the way right you know, kiss the ring where Goodell is the phrase we've used before. Right. Well, which that you do feed his ego when it happens. For whatever reason, Pete Rose's quote always gets stuck in my head. Sitting across from us. I go, why'd you lie? And he goes, million dollars. I thought I had a chance to keep a million dollar job or I could tell the truth. I decided to try and keep the million dollars and tell a lie. I'm like, ooh, that's a good reason. <laughs> like, Oh, wait a minute. I didn't think of that. Dallas is a lot here. Uh, story number three involves training camp injuries. I don't want to keep doing this, man. I want some of these impact players to be on the field, but two headlines today involving it. Injuries. One, Miami Dolphin fans, Jalen Ramsey, carted back to the locker room after practice today. A rolling incident. I'm talking, they just kind of rolled up on each other with Tyreek Hill. So the three-time All-Pro no word yet on his status. Also, Garrett Wilson from the New York Jets came off the field limping today. It seems as if Ramsey's injury is more serious than Wilson's. 
Wilson's was documented a lot by the New York media today. No reports on Wilson or Ramsey. Levac, those are two big names going down at training camp today. And so somewhere, uh, Lee Schreiber is getting ready to to. And then moments happen like this one, like it's yeah. his hard knocks. I mean, that's going to be a whole story. Gary Wilson's potential injury during hard knocks. Um, Was that what you meant by your quote, or were you talking about the battle of him and Sauce Gardner? Him and that, Sauce, yeah. which I mean, that was that this kid, Garrett Wilson, looks like he could be so special that it is amazing to watch him catch footballs. And Sauce is obviously so special. It is amazing to watch him stop people from catching footballs. And those two battling is, that's must-see TV if you're a football fan. I was watching that clip. I'm like, ooh, 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 because they're competing at such a high level. Yeah. You can see it. Even the coaches say it after. Like, those two are going to make each other great. Yeah. If you're a young well, yeah, player. Salah says it. These guys are making, And then he goes, this is really popping. <laughs> young cornerbacks, wide receivers. Go watch that. And you know what I loved about it, too? For such a long time, because it's all about who can beat who, there's a lot of trash talk between wide receivers and cornerbacks. It looks like they both have a mutual respect for each other. Yeah. Like, they actually like playing against each other and know, like, oh, man, like, you're really good and so are you. We're about to get really good because of each other. And it doesn't it doesn't hurt that Sauce Gardner, even though he's going to year two, you know, defensive rookie of the year, you can see the relationship growing between him and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is excited to have him on that team shutting down the other quarterback. He is excited about it, and it's fun to watch those the bonding happen there. Story number two is a game that's already happened this afternoon. Now, if you've been following the Los Angeles Angels, the Anaheim Angels, the California Angels, God, just pick one name. It says LA Angels, but uh, you know that Shohei Otani's been the talk. He's at least was scheduled to have no longer home starts before the trade deadline. He was pitching today on the road against the Detroit Tigers. 0 for 5 in the lineup. <sighs> Stinks. Now he's 296 hitter. Well, he also pitched complete game shutout with one hit. Yep. That's right. Nine strong innings out of Otani. Eight strikeouts, just three walks, one hit. Levac, the Angels are playing really good right now. Otani is a big reason why, even with Trout not in the lineup. I feel like Levac, I'm ready. Reinforcements on the way. I, I'm, I'm willing to say this. Levac. I think you and I were right. You said you didn't want Otani. The Angel, I said he's not going to get traded. Yeah. I think we both might be right a well, few so, days before the deadline. So you're right, and I get what I want, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. You, you know, it, it is what it is. But, yeah, and it's it, – look, you're looking at a team that's got all the talent in the world. If, if you want to make a run, you made the great point. Like, do I want to be known as the guy who traded, you know, the modern-day Asian Babe Ruth? Like, I, I don't want to be that guy. Well, obviously you don't want to be that guy because you went and you, you loaded up. You got you got Giolito coming. You got some other pieces on their way. And then Otani repays you for putting better pieces around him by going out and pitching his first uh, American baseball shutout. I guess he had like five or six complete games or whatever in Japan. But uh, it's it's going to be a fun story to watch as the rest of this year goes on. We talk about him constantly, Otani, this summer because of how good he is. And there are still moments like today where I have to wonder myself like, Am I not giving him enough credit? Like, am I not appreciating Otani? Even, I feel like that with Trout, too. Maybe it's just the East Coast, West Coast bias. But moments like this, I'm like, if I told you Josh Allen was the best defensive player, the one who's the quarterback from Wyoming, I'd laugh out loud. I'd be like, that's not a thing. Like, the quarterback doesn't play linebacker. You don't know anything you're talking about. No, 
Like the, uh, I saw Air. I did see Air on Amazon. There's a scene in Air where he says like Michael Jordan's gonna try to win the Defensive Player of the Year award, and they're like, that doesn't. That's not how that works. Like Mrs. Jordan, they don't win the Defensive Player of the Year award. They either win the MVP. Oh, Jordan did that too. Right. It, it's hard to even have another comparison in a popular American sport of what Otani would be like, and he's doing stuff like that today. Yeah, and you know, it's so hard for me to buy in because I just. I've seen I've seen the story too. I mean, listen, we just talked about potential injuries in NFL camps for special players. To have a guy who is going out, he's pitching every fifth day, he's in the lineup, he's doing all these things. It just it doesn't resonate in my brain the right way, especially when you know Jacob Degrom. He's a shortstop on his way up. He becomes an ace pitcher. He, now he's how many Tommy Johns has he had now? It's just. It doesn't feel like it. Sh- it doesn't feel like it should work. And you know what? Let's separate something here. I, I know story number one's coming here. Let, let us separate something here because you and I, in 2022, both believed Aaron Judge should have won the MVP. Mm-hmm. We both stick by that. Yes. There's going to be maybe history or baseball nerd or analytic guy is going to tell us like, no, no, no. Look what Otani did in 2023. That's the reason he should have won the MVP. Those are two different seasons. Right. You don't get to use right. the Otani thing he, a year later to say he should have won the MVP last year. He gets to win it this year. Like, it's this already is, done. The, yeah, Unanimous. This is, this is done. But the things, things, it wasn't his the other time. So, uh, I got, I, I got, oh boy, I got a story here. I might have to change. Levesque, we've done the top four at four, the top five at five. Of top six at six, top seven at seven, a bunch. I don't think I've ever changed story number one. I'm really? going to tell you what I have listed right now, but there's okay. some breaking news going on in the NFL. I'm okay. changing it right now. All right. What was number one? Number one was going to be our slate of baseball games tonight with the New York yeah. Mets hosting the Washington Nationals. I'm going to do no. this for Mets fans. Breaking news. I'm going to push that one to our play of the day. I've got breaking news here that Cincinnati Bengal quarterback Joe Burrow just moments oh. ago has been carted off the field oh. suffering a calf injury. Now, what does that mean? A calf injury? It's not a knee injury. It's not an ankle injury. Popping up on the monitor here right now. But Joe Burrow, we're talking about a player that we've seen the contracts come through for Justin Herbert and Lamar Jackson recently. Oh, non-contact. And someone who's also dealt with an ACL injury before in his rookie season Burrow and the Bengals, just a play away, a few plays away from maybe going back to a Super Bowl. Just a few plays away, when you think about it, from winning a Super Bowl. I believe I've got the video here. I'm going to retweet it at WOFX980. Oh, boy, LeVac, I just saw that. That either is a really bad cramp or that's bad news for Bengal fans. You just saw the play again at WOFX980. I don't want you to be Dr. LeVac here, but what's your, I'll play doctor. what's your Not initial you, thoughts Thoughts um, on that Burrow play we just saw. Well, anytime you see non-contact, it's scary. So he drops back. He he scrambles to his his right, and then it, he already the calf is already wrapped, which might be the one thing that like saves saves us all. So the calf's already wrapped. So if the calf some kind of cramp or he was already experiencing issues with that calf, it could just be more of the calf, like we can hope for. But he yeah he. He's scrambling, and all of a sudden he's doing the one-foot hop trying to and, until he falls to the ground. It's a non-contact. No one's anywhere near him. It didn't look like he caught his the turf monster, none of that stuff. It just looked like in the process of scrambling, something happens to that leg. And it's it's never it, – it's so weird to say this. Like, in, in regular life, you wouldn't say, 
wow, I'm more worried about that person because he didn't get hit by a 200-pound or 300-pound lineman or linebacker. I'm more worried about him because he didn't get hit. It's when you, like it's that that non-contact is always the scary thing. It's 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 like when you used to hear Dr. James Andrews, like oh they're calling Dr. James Andrews. Oh that dude's done. Like he's out. It's gone. Non-contact is always scary. I want the Raiders to win it all. I want the Jets to win it all. I want the Bills to win it all. I want the Giants to win it all. But I want them to beat Joe Burrow. I don't want Joe Burrow off the field. Football is more fun with the Bengals quarterback being Joe Burrow. The impact that Joe Burrow, a kid from Ohio, playing for an Ohio team had. Go back to his Heisman Trophy speech where he talked about the impact of what it meant. A kid that wasn't playing, who got an opportunity at LSU and put up the single greatest quarterback season in my lifetime in college football, and I could probably push it further and say the greatest quarterback season in college football history for the record, the wins, the Heisman, the numbers. That's how great he was in that season at LSU. Now he's got Chase and Jefferson. We don't have to focus on that. The point is, is that Burrow went to Cincinnati, a franchise that stunk the bungles, yep. and won an AFC title with N- them. Not only that, with no offensive line. He he got sacked more than any other quarterback in the league, I believe. And now they've got an offensive line. Orlando Brown Jr. they signed. Yeah. They finally shored up the offensive line. Mixon was back with the restructured deal. We're acting as if Burrow season's done. It's not. We don't have those reports yet. Could be. But it's frightening. But it's a bad look. Uh, one other thing, too. Don't do, don't be that person. Bill fan, don't start. Nobody celebrate this. All right? don't, don't be the person and like, yeah, this is a great news for the Bills and the Chiefs. Burrow's awesome. If I had an other opportunity, I've never had this quote before. I've interviewed Burrow before in a small setting. He is the most engaging Heisman finalist in the eight years I've covered that award. If I could get a second interview with Joe Burrow, he's number one on my list. I'm so number one on my list. And, and not to make this uh, about me, but that's what I do. Um, I'm still mad about Joe Burrow because one of the immaculate grids, it was it was Cincinnati Bengals and Ohio State. Ohio State, what the heck? And they didn't let you use Joe Burrow. So whoever somebody did not do their homework because he was at Ohio State, he transferred to LSU. Just let's keep that in order. You know what the Immaculate Grid needs? Uh, to know that Mike Trout didn't win a Gold Glove. There's a tip for somebody today. They'll enjoy that. <laughs> it's Jim Edmonds. I think they, I think they need to elevate their brand. I think they need to get. They're they're very good. The grid is fun to do. It's, the Immaculate Grid's a fun time. But now let's take it to that next level. Let's get a little more a little more pizzazz on the website. That's something Elevation 10,000 can do. Let's get a little more accuracy, which is something I know my friends at Elevation 10,000 are all about, whether it be digital marketing, apparel. I just got you a new hoodie with LeVac and Gaz on Thank it. Thank you. Very appreciated. That's what I do. I take care of you. Well, I do. Well, actually, uh, Christian and uh, and Dave McClatt take care of you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, whatever it is, whether it be apparel, advertising, uh, videos, Anything you think you need and you don't know exactly how to get it done, or maybe you just you bang your head against the wall, you don't know how to elevate your brand to that next level, elevation10k.com. That's the website. Elevation 10,000. Elevate your brand just like we do with Elevation 10,000. We got Joe Cremo coming up next. Oh, yeah, that. buddy. Let's go. Joe Cremo on the way. Scotia Glenville Zone. Mine's already. Villanova. I'll talk to Joe Cremo next. Okay, team, line's already around the block, and we're open in 10. Yesterday, we had three-hour wait time. Chef Pierre's staff is a little under-seasoned. Why is this pot not boiling yet? An experienced sous-chef is the missing ingredient in his kitchen. What do you mean, plate or a bowl? You work at La Pasta in La Cup. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. LeVac, we're about to have a conversation here with Joe Cremo. By, by the way, shout out to Joe Cremo 
engaged right now, getting married next summer. Good things are on the way for Joe Cremont, especially with the basketball camp and college. We're going to get to all that coming up. But first, we're talking about engagements, talking about marriages, weddings. Lily and David Fine Jewelers is the place for you. I know from experience. Guys, I bought my engagement ring at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. I was stressed, sweating, nervous. I don't know what I'm doing. The engagement ring, man, the soon-to-be mother-in-law, the sisters. My wife has four sisters. Every single one of them is going to be looking at that ring. I got to get it right. You might feel that pressure right now. The place to help you find exactly what you want, well, more importantly, what she wants, and that fits your budget, is Lily and David Fine Jewelers at the shops of Wilton. Family-owned and operated business. So whether it's Alyssa or David or my guy G, Tammy, whoever you're working with will find exactly what she wants and will make that proposal great. Now, the ring will help with the proposal. Remember, that whole part's on you. I might have screwed that part up. But she said yes. That's what matters. Don't forget... Up until the end of the month, it's a summer love giveaway. So up until July 31st, it's your chance to stop in a Lillian David Fine Jewelers this month and enter with no purchase necessary for your chance to win a one and a half carat lab grown diamond. That's right. And Lillian David Fine Jewelers, they're giving it away this month. The drawings on their Facebook page. Make sure to follow them on Facebook. Always doing great updates on August 1st. So now until the end of the month, July 31st, the days are slowly ticking away. Your chance to win something for her. One and a half carat lab grown diamond just by stopping into the shops of Wilton and Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Again, no purchase necessary for that contest entry. When you stop into Lily and David Fine Jewelers, tell me you heard about my story, Gaza's story from Fox Sports 95 9 and 980. All right, Joe Cremo, let's get into it. Slovak and Gaz on 95 9 Fox Sports Radio. Guys here on Fox Sports 95, 9 and 980. You might know him from his time at Scotia Glenville High School, U Albany, Villanova, overseas. You've heard his name across the Capital Region. He's got some awesome things coming up this summer for young Capital Region local athletes. Joe Cremo joins us on the phone lines. Joe, before we get into the awesome events coming up, Let's talk a little bit about you. For those who maybe have been following your career the last six to 12 months, take us through where you've been. It's been across the pond, man. You've been doing some stuff in Europe. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Uh, I've been over in Spain now. This will be my third year coming up over in Spain. I'm currently playing in the second division, uh, second division in Spain, uh, left gold. And our team just got promoted last year, won a championship over there, and uh, had a really good year last year individually and as a team. So just moving up over there, trying to get to the top leagues out there in Europe. And, uh, you know, the grind's still the same, so just working. And, um, yeah, it's an eight-month season over there, so the time difference is tough, like six hours ahead. But it's all worth it in the end. And, uh, like I said, still trying to, you know, compete at a high level, so... I'm sure you get this question constantly about what it's like with that transition and if the Spanish is better. How many American players, by the way, are allowed on your roster? Are you the only American-born player on your team? Yeah, so there's only one American in our in our division. I think there's only one American allowed on each team. And uh, if you have a citizenship or a passport from over there, then obviously you're not considered American. Um, but most teams, unless you're in the top league out there, can only have one American, maybe two. So, yeah, that's how it is, and uh, it's a little different for sure. 
Joe Cremo, Scotia Glenville's own, UAlbany, Villanova's own, joins us here on the phone lines, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Let's talk a little local hoops here because you're almost the trendsetter for this, Joe Cremo, with seeing these players get an opportunity to play at a high level and then move on to the professional level. What do you make over the last few months here of seeing guys like Jalen Pickett, formerly of Siena, Andre Jackson, Albany Academy, that the Capital Region's getting a lot more love on the hardwood? Yeah, it's great. It's great to see. And, like, it's funny because, like, that year after COVID, like, we were playing pickup down at Dag's gym, and we had good runs down there. We had, you know, Pickett, Andre, um, you know, Kev when he was home, but, like, working out with those guys, and we actually just played pickup yesterday with them. So it's great to see all the success they're having, and uh, they'll continue to do that because they're all highly intelligent kids. Like, uh, I say kids like I'm a lot older, but, like, you know, highly intelligent, just work really hard at it, and, and great players all around. Obviously, the athleticism helps, but, like, they're just great players, and I think they're going to all stick, you know, in the NBA for a long time. Dag, Steve D'Agostino, it's amazing to think about that, but, look, there's some people probably here locally. We got to get Dags on this. We need some cameras in there. The fact that's an all-star game we're talking about with you, Kevin Herter from the Kings. Like, we need some, like, 1992 Dream Team footage of the best in the Capital Region battling with Dags. I want to see more of this, man. How do those runs go with you guys? Is there some trash talk? What's it like? Yeah, no, I mean, of course there's a little bit of trash talk here and there, but honestly it's just been, like, good. It's just been good basketball. Like, we try and get pick up when we can, and... Um, it's tough, you know, with those guys together, and they got to be with their teams. And when they're home, we try and take advantage of it. Um, hopefully, a little bit more next summer. But um, it's 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 good. It's competitive. It's um, you know, we get up and down. And it's fun. Joe Cremo joins us here on the phone lines, Fox Sports ninety five nine in nine eighty. He's got some really cool things coming up here in the Capital Region. So, Joe, let's let you talk about it, man. What do you have going on for the camp for the young basketball players here in the five one eight? Yeah, so I'm having my first uh, annual Joe Cremo basketball camp, and it's going to be at Scotia High School August 7th through the 11th. Um, it's just a half day, but it's for five days that week, and uh, from 9 a.m. to 12. And it's actually pretty pretty spread open. It's like anywhere from second grade all the way going into 11th grade. And uh, we're going to have good coaches there um, with a lot of experience from college to pro and then um, have a guest speaker, prizes, and uh, T-shirts as well. So it'll be a lot of fun. Hopefully it's going to go well this first year. And um, registration's actually going to close this Sunday. So trying to, uh, you know, we got good numbers right now. And if, you know, we can get a few more, that'd be great. And we're looking forward to it. So. So check out all that information online on our podcast side. We're going to share that info. So if you want to sign up, whether it's anybody in your family, sign them up. Maybe it's somebody who's your neighbor. Sign them up again on our podcast side, Apple and Spotify. We're going to share that link so you can be a part of this great event going on. Joe, I'm always fascinated by this because you know this is a player and you continue to be a player at the professional level. You've been known here locally for your intensity on the hardwood, on the court. You are competitive. How do you feel like you're going to be working with these kids? Uh, Coach Cremo sounds a little intimidating at times. <laughs> no, I mean, at the end of the day, like, obviously when I'm a player on the court, it's a lot different, I feel like, than when you're a coach. But you still bring some of that, you know, with you. But um, And maybe in the future I'll get into coaching. I'm not sure what I want to do when I'm done playing. But, you know, I feel like with the experience I've had and the, the knowledge that I've gotten from, you know, all my coaches and 
you know, with Jim Ate and Glenn Stapera, who was like my first coach ever, Mark Sawsville, you know, all these guys, and then Coach Wright, Coach Brown, all, all the coaches I've had throughout my life, you know, I've been able to take pieces and just try and like, you know, try and apply that and being able to interact with the kids, give back, and um, try and give them just a great experience. At the end of the day, we want it to be fun, but try and give them some things to learn and take home because at the end of the day, you want to get better, you want to improve, but it should be a great great week and looking to make it, you know, really exciting. So looking forward to it. And even though we talk about Joe's high school career at Scotia Glenville and all the success, he had over 2,000 points scored in his career, and you might know him from the college level. This camp is not just high school kids who are working their way up, maybe a rising freshman or sophomore. We're talking about kids as young as the elementary school level just trying to learn the fundamentals and basics of basketball this summer. Yep. Yeah, so and being at the uh, at my high school, they give us the, the big gym, which is nice because we're able to split it up with the coaches that we have into you know different groups where we'll be able to give that you know different knowledge different experience to you know the younger kids where maybe they need to focus a little bit more like you said on fundamentals and stuff whereas the older guys can get a little bit more competitive with it and you know try guys and girls it's open to guys and girls i should have put that out there but you know we're going to try and keep it uh, competitive, fun, and, and, and hopefully a great atmosphere. What I'm excited about is that growth of Capital Region basketball. And no pressure on you, but I hope this is the first of many Joe Cremo basketball camps in the Scotia Glenville district because I'm doing the math in my head. I'm like, my oldest son is three. So he's probably yep. like four years away from going to this camp as a Scotia Glenville resident. So Joe Cremo, be prepared. Young Rex Kozlowski might be coaching up with you at some point in a camp in the near future, man. I'm rooting for that. I'm hoping for it. Best of luck. I know you're super busy prepping for the camp. Thanks for taking time with us, man, and good luck for this event coming up and your season on the way coming up later this summer and into the fall. Yeah, I appreciate it. Appreciate you guys having me. And um, if, if people want to register, like I said, a few days left, and you can sign up at cremobasketballcamps.com. Um, it's just my last name, and then basketballcamps.com. So appreciate you guys having me. Joe Cremo, there he goes. He's proud of his alma mater, Scotia Glenville, giving back to the community that he grew up balling for, setting records for, championships and more. About championship, that Scotia Glenville area right over there. That's where the home is of Mohawk Honda. I know experience. We're talking about that a little bit earlier, right? Like, I know from the pilots sitting out right here in the iHeart Media Studios, there's the beautiful white pilot, my favorite vehicle I've ever owned in my life. You want that same bragging right when you drive around the capital region and more. You want to have your friends and family say, I love my vehicle. I can't wait to go on that summer road trip and not worry about things breaking down or figuring out if I got enough room and I just had a kid and I got my in-laws. Look, find a vehicle that works for your life, your budget, and more. You know how far you're driving every single day. You know what your current lifestyle looks like. Mohawk Honda wants to work with you. I just saw that great piece online. Uh, My guy MJ going back and forth talking about how tight knit those people are at Mohawk Honda, whether it's the sales team, whether it's social media, whether you need service, our guy John's going to help you out. So once you go to Mohawk Honda, it's for years to come that they're going to continue to make sure that your car is safe and you're going to have a great ride wherever it's taking you, whether it's to work, vacations, visiting family and more. Mohawk Honda will have you covered. The deals are hot right now this summer, so stop in right there in Glenville, Scotia. You guys can fight over where it is. It's right on that edge of Scotia, Glenville, Smohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. 
We got our play of the day coming up next. Slovak and Gaz here on Fox Sports 95 9 to 980. It's Slovak and Gaz on 95 9 Fox Sports Radio. All right, this is, I don't know how early you were in the office today, Gaz, but down the hall at Pix 106, a, a dear friend of mine, someone I thought I was close with, <laughs> our friend Kevin Spencer, lovely known as Spence when you're out having beers or, or, or early grabbing a C4 energy drink over at Speedway, destroyed you. Kevin, you annihilated me this morning with Quinn and Cantera. No, no, I just, I got to fire you up. I got to fire you up. You're- you're the sports guy. I can't have you in last place in this tournament. I well, I, I've I've eked out of last. I finally just eked out. I'm just I'm in third now. But I just listen. I'm I'm um I'm one of those like uh, what's the ones? I'm a closer. That's what I am. I'm not a thoroughbred. I don't come out of the gate strong. I'm a closer. It's a long distance race. We have a lot of time left. You know, I, I got to tell you, Quintera. He's already like trying to drop Quinn. Like they want to be Quinn wants to be his teammates and. Cantera is going for the juggler. Yeah. He's, he's, he's like, he's like, he was like, like Daffy Duck when he got the money. He wouldn't give it, you know, he's like, he's a greedy guy. He wants it, it all. And I think that's part of my problem because, you know, like, I, I'm all about me. So the fact that this is going to a charity, I guess that's what's screwing me up. Yeah. But I think that's great. And, you know, one of the nice things that came out this morning was we were talking about that. I'm trying to, you know, but I did do it to pump you up, and so this is the big win out of that, is we're going to match the winner and match the uh, the prize money for one of your charities, whoever wins. Let's, Let's go. go. Awesome. G4, Thank Smart you so Energy, much. Kevin Spencer. So that's that's amazing because, um, and needed too, because right now we're, we're relying on Cantera's winnings. So I don't feel like, right. I, I feel like, you know, whether like whoever's charity ends up winning this thing, the C4 Smart Energy, Kevin Spencer, and, and uh, Dee Crescenti, are you guys coming through and making sure it's at least going to move the needle whenever we end up donating? Exactly. But it's a, you know what? I love, I love how you set it up and everyone's doing it for a charity and local, and it's, it's just really been so far a lot of fun. It's, and Alan's going to get the trophy. Alan's getting the trophy. He I got to be there for, he for just, the trophy he, handout. He just walked in with it. Gaz tried to touch it, which would mean we would lose. <laughs> And and it's he, he went over to awards by Walsh. He grabbed it, Kevin. So we have it. It's here. It's beautiful. It's a, you know C four Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge champion right on the right on the front of it. I gave it the full like Stanley Cup, NBA Finals, Super, all that rolled into one. I did not touch it. No bad juju. No bad karma. All good things on the way for the Fox Sports team to take down the Picks team. Uh, when you and I talked earlier today, Levac, I I did bump into him. We got to meet today. I feel you know, really excited about C4 this summer. I think some people in the Capital Region still don't know how great C4 is. For those that are still waiting and haven't listened to LeVac and I, tell the Capital Region listeners why C4 has to be a part of their summer. The, ta- the, you know, the taste profile that these guys tried this morning, and, and they had not had the smart energy, I think they were floored just by the taste profile alone and what it's doing in the Capital District in the energy segment. So uh, I, I appreciate everything you're pushing, helping us. And I really do appreciate, honestly, this is from the heart, that you guys are users. I, that's important to me because you're, you're behind something that you drink every day or almost every day. And that's why, hey, don't let Alan leave. I dropped you guys off some cases. So make sure you, oh. you grab it. Santa don't Kevin. let him hold out. Uh, yeah, well, no, there's no way. I'm not letting him out of the building, though. But, uh, like, 
And, and it is. It, it's funny to me because I don't know how you could do a morning show without C4. Um, so it's great that the guys now know what it is. Kevin, Goz was like, he wouldn't drink energy drinks. He wouldn't drink them, wouldn't drink them. I happened to go to Speedway one day on the way in. It, you know, it was the, it was the two for five. I, I, you know, I've got a little, little soft spot in my heart for the Starburst. And he's like, he's complaining about being tired. I got the three-year-old. I got to this. I got to that, blah, blah, blah. I go, you want one? He drank it. And then ever since then, I don't know if he realizes he's able to go buy them at, at, at Speedway as well. He'll text me on my way in and ask if I have an extra. <laughs> I've had LeVac Const again with the three-year-old, with the newborn who's basically six months. This is getting me through. And that, like the whole day, I have more energy. I'm getting stuff done. I'm being efficient because of C4 and the crew. Exactly. And that's, that's what we're, you know, we're here for you. And I did drop a case of the strawberry Starburst. So My man. I brought that one as well. My man. All right. So you, you are actually. Got some, got some 12 ounce, got some original. So oh. we're all set. The, um, the blue ultimate, the the Arctic snow cone. That that's it's that and the Starburst. Those are my jams. So uh, you are well, you are the man for doing that. We appreciate it. There's a case of each. Let's go. So, All right. I don't know what Gaz is going to get. So this is um, what we're doing. We got the cases now. We're going to come back next week. We are taking down picks. The next time we talk, somebody on the Fox yeah. Sports team, either Levac or I, Levac or Gaz, will be the number one spot the next time. I, that's you got to put it out there, Levac. You got to make talk it into existence. <laughs> Levac's doubtful and, of my claim and, there. And thanks, and thanks it's a to, long that's right. Yeah, and thanks to Kevin and C4 Smart Energy, um, we'll actually have a good enough donation that it'll move the needle with that match. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, you guys were already generous enough to do this, so the, and and to share some of the the great uh, the great C4 Energy drinks with us. So uh, the fact that you guys are, are doubling up the pot for the charity that's going to be phenomenal. I appreciate you, Kev. Great, great guys. Thank you so much for having me on. And don't don't feel you know bad if you want to. Text me for a few more samples anytime. I'll just I'll start texting now. I mean, it's, it's only gonna last so long. I do. It's like one a day for me. I love it. <laughs> Send me that number over. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. You got it, guys. Thanks so much for having me on, and thanks for pushing this. I appreciate it. So I really appreciate Kevin. That's I, you know what, dude. Did you see or hear Joey Vato? Uh, what he? What, I, I'm going to say Vato versus Mad Dog. Did you see that? I'm glad we could squeeze this in. Yes, I got. You talk, you talk about somebody who's fired up on energy drinks or or doesn't need them. It's Vato. I've got the cut. I wasn't sure if we were going to get to it. Here it is. If you missed it, Joey Vato talking to Chris Russo. A couple yeah. of months ago, you said that Zach Greinke and I are a hall of very good ball players. I think Zach and I would agree. You may be right, but I get the gist of what's going on here. I know what you're doing. You're looking down on us. A couple small market Midwest ball players, just because we're not big city, just like you. Mr. New York City, Sirius XM radio star. Mr. National Television, ESPN star. With your Fifth Avenue ties and your crisp pocket squares, your tailored suits and your <laughs> polished shoes and your hair, your perfectly coiffed Broadway hair. Must be nice to sit atop that Madison Avenue ivory tower looking down on us with those luscious locks. Not everyone can be the next Roger Peckinpah, Mad Dog. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. You're a disgrace. The, the, the Peckinpah is a great pull. That's a great pull. Uh, the whole thing's great. Did you Have you seen it? Seen it? Who's the... Who's the um, the young female yeah. anchor there? I don't know that. I, wait, wait, hang on. I got to add some stuff to this. First of all, you listening, if you have not heard that before, how long did you think that was serious? Because I thought it was like a real rant. I didn't think... Now it's a WWE-style rant, but 45 seconds of that 55-second cut 
I thought he was dead serious. And even the Roger Peckinpah reference. That was phenomenal. I, I have to admit, I was phenomenal. not I was not familiar with Mr. Peckinpah's work. He's a baseball player who was born in the eighteen nineties. Yeah. I mean I, I didn't know him before but it's, today. But that's a that's like a mad dog thing to do. Like mad dog will, will drop like <laughs> like you don't know because you you never saw a Peckinpah. Like that was like that's that's like a mad dog esque reference. Bob the Johnson! Three finger um, proud. It was. Was it, that Susan Waldman meets Mad know. Dog? I'm not there was sure. A lot going on there. I, I the Salve Cat. I had trouble drinking it all in, but I, I didn't hate it. I'm not going to pretend I didn't like it. Um, that was that. That was phenomenal. That was that was great work right there. Um, <laughs> it cracked me up, man. Like it, it was the energy level. All of that was just was just absolutely phenomenal. So good, great job by Vado. Great job by Mad Dog. But like you mentioned, the the best part of it is she's sitting there. And at first, her eyebrow slightly starts to raise, and then raises a little more. There's a look of panic, and her eyebrow looks like it's about to actually pop off her forehead because she's so concerned. Then she has to put her hand over her mouth. And I think in the beginning, she puts her hand over her mouth because she's like like a gasp that he's tearing him apart. And then at some point, she realizes it's a joke, but she well, she thinks it's a joke, but she doesn't want to be seen laughing. So she's covering her. She sells Mad Dog's laughing the entire time. He he gets he's in on it the entire time. It's been a long time. I'd say since Michael Strahan. Where Tony Romo's not like this because Romo's role was more of a uh, color commentator. Strahan could do it all. Of an athlete that is a slam dunk, sign him to a media contract yeah. immediately. Yep. Now remember, yep. Barkley came before Strahan, so that's why you Strahan is the most late. And I know Nate Burleson does a lot of stuff. I heard this take the other day. So you already know that I want Joey Votto to be a part of us, the media at some point, especially after a take like that. Someone had the take that every sport has somebody in the media that makes it cooler. Like Pat McAfee sort of becoming that in the new era of football. Back in the day, Chris Berman, I saw a prime. He used to do, you know, back, 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 back. Right. Rob, like, you know, all the Berman stuff made football in prime time fun to watch. On um, basketball, you've got Barkley and Shaq and Kenny the Jet Smith and Ernie Johnson. Like, Dick Vitale in college hoops. You get where I'm going with this. Like yep. Lee Corso, you get the idea. I can't think of somebody like that in baseball. Like there's not a person that immediately jumps out to me in baseball. If you're an old school baseball fan, you might think of your favorite radio crews as those people. Right. But from a television perspective, I struggle quickly to think of somebody who's like that. So I wonder if that kind of jumps off the screen at you. I know that's like the highest compliment I can give a non-media member before they enter it. Like, Hey, Joey Votto, I know you don't have a media job yet, but you need to be on the same level as these guys to make baseball talked about cool. And I think he could do it. Like, if he's doing stuff yeah. like that, I- I'm into listening to Joey Votto more. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess, what, like, not in the exact same way, but like Tony Romo. Like, Tony Romo, when he started doing play by play or color commentary for football, like, you, he became water cooler talk for people who weren't even 100% into football. So, like, I think I could see where Votto would be that kind of guy where you'd be like, like, I mean, gosh, if he was doing color commentary, I would definitely like I would want him to have the Manning cast, like something like that. So whatever you know, Sunday night baseball, the game of the week, whatever the the Fox four o'clock game on a Friday or Saturday or something like that, have him like invite me into his viewing experience because I just think he's go he goes nuts, and it's great. That was phenomenal. So I um, and you get you know it takes stones too. Because a lot of these guys are scared to death to be themselves because they're afraid they'll get picked apart. He could have easily, that could have not played well, and everyone could have been tearing him apart. But no, nah, he don't care. What are you going to do? 
Come get me. I'm I'll go. I'm I'm going to the Hall of Very Good. I don't care. <laughs> That's great. That's uh, I would say Grink. Mm. Oh, I stopped myself there. I would say Grinky is more likely a Hall of Famer than Votto because of the stats and the longevity. Grinky's stats are super impressive. It's gonna be a while till a pitcher hits that. I'm not counting Scherzer, or Verlander, Kershaw. So take them out of it. They're already in the Hall of Fame. Like the fringe guy, Grinky's right there. Here's the difference, though. This should not matter, but it matters a lot. Vado is so much more likable than Grinky. So hold on. I, I'm i glad you just said that because it's the Hall of Fame, not the Hall of Stat. So Vado's numbers are good enough and he has this kind of personality and it makes him famous. Shouldn't he go to the Hall of Fame? Shouldn't he be in there? That's what I think. Oh, man. You know, what's, you know what I'm just thinking That's of? a buster-only take. You know that. Like, if you tell the story of baseball or you want to talk about baseball, Votto's in that conversation. Whereas if, like, should that... You know why I stopped myself again there, too? No. Eli Manning's a great example yeah. of this. Eli's yeah. going to likely be a Hall of Famer because he's a man of the year is always great to the media. And two-time Super Bowl champ, you know, beat the Patriots, stuff like that. The, the thing about... The reason I kind of, like, if you saw me, I kind of guffawed when you said that, like... I'd always said it. Buster just summed it up. So it was like, like it was one of those things where you're like, you always, you try to make a great porn, you try to do something, and then like your friend comes in and says it better. That's what, that's what, like, that's why I did that. Because remember, <laughs> still I, your point. Well, he just, he just, he made it better. Like so, that point, like where now when I say what I've always thought, people think I'm quoting Buster. But it's like, no, he just taught me how to say it the right way. Like just because I had a French teacher in high school and stuff, it doesn't. Like, I don't say what she wanted me to say. I barely speak French at all. But, like, he just summed it up better than I did. He's, he, he no words thought better than Jeff. I take that back, LeVac. That is your take. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. But still, it's, it, I, I get why you say it the other way. Um, you know what? I just I think Vato is the – it reminds me of Mark Teixeira would do that, that bit. Yeah. But the difference is Vato doesn't need a bit. He's just him. Like, he can just – like, I just feel like he's that guy. If you were having beers with him – that's who he is. You've told this Tony Gwynn story before. I don't know if we have time it. quickly to do it, yeah. but there are videos of Joey Votto doing what you've talked about with Tony Gwynn of if you've got a really good seat to a Reds game, he'll talk to you before yeah. the at-bat and like joke around on first base and stuff. Yeah, we yeah. were on a class trip up to Montreal when I was a kid, and we were the only ones. They, they took us to the – it was Expos Padres. We were the only ones there, basically. No one was there. It was the middle of, middle of the weekday. And I just – like I'm, a, I'm just being a punk because I'm trying to be cool. I yell out to Tony Gwynn, like, hey, you're really good. He's like – Thanks. And like we, and all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a minute, I have his attention. I'm going to talk to Tony Gwynn now, and I did. And everybody's like, ooh, it was it was one of the coolest moments. Uh, play of the day. Thanks to our friends at Mohawk Chevrolet. Mohawk Chevrolet in Boston Spa, where they always go out of their way to please you. Home of Car Bravo. Levac, I'd like to go first. Yeah, I would love for you to go first. I really like. So this my play here. is coming up in with within 20 minutes. One of our guys here. The one and only Matt Sames from Sames oh. Media Group. We love Matt Sames. He's awesome. To be honest, somebody I'd like to hang out with this summer. That's my guy, Matt Sames. Uh, he is a former Lemoyne college baseball player. And tonight, my play is for Matt Sames. Another former Lemoyne college baseball player is on the mound tonight. Josiah Gray, a former second-round pick by the Cincinnati Reds. Now an all-star for the Washington Nationals. The former Lemoyne Dolphin takes on the New York Mets tonight. I think Gray pitches really well. I'm sorry, Matt Sames. I'm not going to go as far as he gets to win. Let's <laughs> not get crazy here. I mean, come on now. Under nine runs, under tonight, Nationals, Mets, Josiah Gray, Lemoyne Dolphin, Matt Sames is on the fellow baseball, soon to be D1. Josiah Gray combined runs, Nationals, Mets, under nine. Tonight's my play. All right. I'm, uh, I'm going, I'm, you know, 
maybe it's the C4 Energy talk. Maybe it's the Bankroll Challenge talk. Maybe it's the Awards by Walsh talk. Maybe maybe it's that. I'm going to Toga for mine. Ooh. The eighth race. It's the the Birdstone Stakes. It's uh, it's supposed to it's supposed to post at about ten after five. I'm going guys seven overall overall fifteen dollar bet the horse's name is next seven overall overall i'm going for it birdstone a 2004 belmont he beat smarty jones is that that horse you know more about that oh i gotta look that up quick now it's gonna bother me levac while i look up birdstone how about you tell us about our friends over usx pest control i would love to nailed it oh four belmont take that levac sorry okay i wasn't I wasn't arguing with you. I was telling you you knew better than me. Uh, <laughs> the one thing that you did nail and I nailed is we went to usxpest.com. We did the free inspection. So you fill it out. They come out. Tim comes through. He tells you everything that he thinks you're going to need. Uh, comes up with a plan to protect your home, to protect your property from pest, vermin, nastiness, anything you really don't want around. I tried to give them the spray for gauze. They didn't have that in the truck. Um <laughs> Between the non-exclude, non-chemical exclusion package, all those things, uh, then Frank comes out. Frank does a great job. So part of the platinum package, Frank comes out, seals up your home, and then, guys, I'm telling you right now, Frank is going to war with these hornets at my house. He's taken down their nest twice. They're back. So Frank is like, he's ready though. Like you know what I mean? He just gears up for it. Like if this was me going to war with these hornets, I would hate my life right now. I would be so ticked off because I got you once. I got you twice. Like he's trying to do it the best way possible each time. So now when he comes back for the, the, and they're already back, they're already back. He's, I just, I just see Frank. He's going to be like challenge accepted. Let's go. You little wing demons. Like I just feel like (laughs) I'm actually, what I'm thinking about doing, setting up the lawn chairs, safe distance and watching this battle go down. I think this is better than fury and Gano. The 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 Vance Crawford, yep. Frank versus everything. Yep. Frank versus these wing demons who refuse to give up, but they met their match. And again, I haven't had a problem with them. They're not anywhere near me because they don't have they don't they don't get enough. Like I got yeah, think this is three times. Imagine if they were just growing their community over that time. I'd be infested. But no, Frank's in there making sure, keeping it under control, so I haven't had a problem. The only reason I even noticed they're there is Frank told me to keep an eye out. If you want your home safe this summer and for months Frank, to come, you need Frank. You need Frank. You need USX Pass Control. If you're a fan of Stranger Things and you see that battle scene they always show, that's oh, Frank. He's actually going to be in Stranger yeah. Things coming up with the kids. Frank, Frank's in the battle. I'm in the background jamming out Metallica. <laughs> that's Tim. <laughs> master! Master! Um, Cavino and Rich? Yes, I think. I think they're coming up still. Ah, maybe. We'll <laughs> see. Like, eh, maybe That's right. You know what? Back. I'm going to get Frank over here. We're going to keep Cavino and Rich out, and you and I are going to stay longer. That's what's <laughs> next around here. Cavino and Rich and Levac, we're at Saratoga tomorrow. Saratoga tomorrow. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980.